I thoroughly enjoy each one. Maybe the ones that are less about me are, are not as fun. <laughs> <laughs> Here yeah, we go. Coming. This is Champagne is also a band podcast. One songwriter, one song. I'm Sven, your host for a journey into the music of Champaign-Urbana. Recorded in the Blue Box studio with a songwriter from the Champaign-Urbana music scene, past or present. Hello? What's up, girl? What happened after Tony dumped you? Girl, I'm over it. I went from heartbreak to hate. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Champagne is Also Band podcast. Uh, today we're going to be talking with Ajoy and Bob about the release of the Miss Petty Cake album, uh, Not That Bitch. Or should we call it an EP or... <laughs> Oh, by the way, I will read some lyrics, uh-huh. and I have this magical ability of reading lyrics back and taking all of whatever's good out of the lyrics by, okay. by the way that I do it. I'll just be like, <laughs> so when you say, I choose amazing. anger, um, what did you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just saying. So, um, welcome both to the, sh- to the show. Thank and, you. Uh, you know, and uh, we also get to talk a little bit about your uh, show from Heartbreak to Hate, mm-hmm. which is right. also um, available just about everywhere, isn't it? I yeah. mean, you've got it yeah. on all streaming platforms. Absolutely. And, um, that's kind of a fun little journey, isn't it? Like when oh, you're like, okay, is. how do I get this one to talk to this one and yes. Podbean to tell this one to do? So yeah. I feel like I can commiserate a little bit on the podcast. It's a lot harder than one would think it would be. I mean, it's yeah. not hard as it is complicated yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, i was also thinking like how how like most of them behave in a way where it's they communicate like podbean communicates out yeah but i feel like itunes you have to get a, a pass or a code mm-hmm. from itunes to make it pe- right. so it's like uh, once again apple being a little um, elitist yeah a little pushy <laughs> like you want um, on our you want it on our service you got to work for it that's right more. that's right we don't yeah we want you to it. put your content we want you to want to put your yeah, content absolutely. on and iTunes. i do and i yeah. do <laughs> <laughs> well uh so the album was just released i think that was the 20 may 20 am i right no or am I screwing up? No, it was out on May 14th. May 14th. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. I had okay. to think about that too. I, like, I know. I was like blanked. I was like, no. Yes. No, May 14th. Yes. All right. So, so not but, long. Uh, so you may uh, also know Bob from, well, you're you're going to start a, a band or you have started <laughs> a band or you plan to start a band or you conceptualize a band called Creep Patrol. Creep Patrol. Yeah. Yes. So it's officially started it is officially started because i've made oh, the music I've been for it and uh, um but it was official it was originally a duo but um part of the duo is busy oh so gotcha. it might be i might just be creep patrol by myself i don't know i'm Whoa. trying that out 
that could work you're succeeding i'm trying it out (laughs) all right and then so when i guess i guess without further ado why don't we just launch into listening to the song and then um we'll talk about it sounds good
All right. So how did this whole project get started with the the Miss Petty Cake? <laughs> Miss Petty Cake's a funny story because <laughs> I just start so you've listened to the whole thing, right? So yeah. you know they ain't shit. Yes. That song. Um, <clears throat> it just so happened that I was whenever Bob and I would get together, I was just like I kind of had like the very bare bones of the chorus of that. And that was kind of it. And then I kept jokingly saying, I'm going to have to record a song. You know what I mean? But I wasn't really being serious. One day I show up, we're going to do the podcast. And he's like, I feel we need to record that song today. So on the spot, he came up with beats for it. I was writing lyrics as it went. And it was just like so organic and fun because, you know what I mean? It just, it just flowed. It was, it was so like three easy. hours. Was like, yeah. just, and we laughed. She would listen to the music, go back in my living room, write stuff. I would tweak the beats it was just like back and, back forth. and forth my back dog forth. was really annoyed because <laughs> i was doing like one verse at a time like yeah. i would write a verse and be like that's great okay record it and then i would go in the other room and write another one and he would be working and it was like yeah. so we had i think because we had so much fun yeah. doing that song yeah. i laughed the most i've had in years probably i was like I went home and next thing you know, I was writing like the next one. I wrote yeah. Petty Cake. I was like, oh, what if I did something with the ch- children's ride? Because we had a lot of things about Petty, like I'm Petty LaBelle, I'm mm-hmm. Tom Petty. You know what I mean? Like every everything that has like, you know, Petty actually Bundy. Petty or Petty Bundy, Petty in Pink, yes. um, which is going to be an upcoming single. Oh, I just, <laughs> but I did see that as a, uh, the, the image it's, of that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, you know, I was playing around with that and came up with the name Miss Petty Cake. And then next thing you know, it was like once the name was born, it was like all of the rest of it flowed. Yeah, she lives. <laughs> she lives. Excellent. So, uh, it's, so it's it's a matter of this collaboration between you two. So, who would you feel, or or has it been that because it's been so fun and organic in some ways, that like who is influencing what the sound is like? Because I, I like specifically with this song, mm-hmm. you've got uh, one of the things that uh, that sticks out in my mind uh-huh. is that uh, like low uh, piano, like subtle, yeah. maybe not subtle aggression, but it's just like kind of like stabbing, kind of yeah. like yeah. You know. That actually came from Bob. So yeah. what happened on a lot of the songs? Really, I would say. Like, oh, I want this one to be like this. I think I want it to be a little bit faster. Because we were going like, to make trap music. We were just yeah, going to make trap music. That's what we're originally really? going to do. And then it evolved from that, right? Yeah. Um, and with anger over over sadness, as I was writing the lyrics, you know, I was kind of saying, oh, you know, I think I want it to kind of, like, because the whole idea is that, you know, it's supposed to be more about sadness, but I'm saying it's anger and we had one beat it started completely different it started completely different yeah, it started more like the other songs where it was more more definitely hip-hop more fast paced the mm-hmm. the beats were faster and then um i think you just did the chorus yeah and then uh we just like it was kind of like just do the chorus then rethink this which we did we did with yeah. a couple songs we did with a couple songs like we had a definite idea we tried it out it didn't work mm-hmm. i would make her mad sometimes <laughs> um, he started thinking that was like him was developing my superpower definitely working he's like you record better when you're <laughs> angry started throwing her hands more or <laughs> getting into it um but yeah but with that one i think i'm going to attribute a lot of it to the fact that we've had a friend, a genuine friendship yeah. for so many years. And so we know each other very well. And so it's like the more when I would like read lyrics to him or get into it, it was like, 
you know, Bob can really tell what I'm like trying to convey, even though I don't speak that well in musical terms. You know what I mean? I wouldn't know how to build the beats right. or anything like that. And so it was like, I think he could really just hear like what I was trying to say. And he was like, let's try this. And we just started from scratch. And you like I said, we've known each other for 19 years almost. And mm-hmm. so we know each other musically what we like. Yeah. And we do both love hip hop music, but we also have a lot of alternative female artists that a lot of people don't listen to and that kind of built on our friendship where we both liked Estero, which a lot of people don't like know Estero. Don't know And so so like she's, you know, Canadian hip hop, R and B, trip hop in the nineties. She had these great albums, but we both really love Estero and I was like this is what I want for you. I want Estero for you. And so okay. when when, yeah. the, when when we started doing the Anger Over Sadness, it definitely had more of Estero's first album. <laughs> right. <laughs> kind of a sound to it. So I think that influence was in there. And since we both love that album and her so much, that that was definitely a an easy progression, I believe. Yeah. And we also listen to a lot of the same, like, black female British rappers yeah. that also a lot of people <laughs> don't know here in the States. And so, you know, when I would say, well, you know, I want it to be kind of like so-and-so, yeah. like, he knows exactly what yeah, I'm saying. So I don't like, have to, we don't have cool. to do the research. We don't know? say, you know, we don't, like, it's not like, going to be like Cardi B. I mean, not, nothing against <laughs> Cardi B if you're listening. But uh, we don't listen to like, that kind of music. Of, no. Right. So we listen, right. I mean, not that we're, like, trying to be snobs on music, but we do listen to a lot of black female british rappers for mm-hmm. whatever reason we both yeah. separately listen to these women and so that's kind of and, our and gig. Y- you both started listening to this before you met each other or kind of after you kind of influenced each other in terms of listening on that in or both in this both senses because like you know we both love british music mm-hmm. a lot and so and like we tip we didn't know each other when we first met, I remember talking about Fiona Apple with her, talking yeah. about Estero with her, and these were like connections I had not really made with a lot of people. Okay. So I think that helped build our friendship. Hmm. So I mean, the album sounds cohesive. It doesn't sound like there's a disagreement at all. It sounds like it's very focused and like, well, I mean, yeah, you know, anger and stuff, and <laughs> pettiness. Um, <laughs> So <laughs> just a little bit of pettiness. Oh, yeah, I think you used the word once or twice in that. Right? Just, just, just a just, bit. Just a few. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> uh, is there is there a s- story behind this song in particular? Like what, what inspired it to come forward? Or was this yeah. one that you wrote the words first or at least started the words and then... Yeah, I had started Bob the words in. first. Um, then, Like I said, we had started with an original beat that he'd given me to go and play with, but I kind of had the bare bones of it put together and I wrote some of the verses after he gave me the original beat, which in this particular case, that didn't influence the lyrics. It was just, I was trying to get it to the beat of what he had given me. You know what I mean? And okay. so we were, we had to adjust that after the fact. The story behind Anger Over Sadness is, I've always kind of jokingly said that anger is my home. You know what I yeah. mean? And was always, you know, I kind of grew up in this household where it was like, you know, you don't cry. You know what I mean? You're tough, you can take it type of mentality. So anger just became like a natural thing. It's like, instead of sadness, yeah. I'll just be angry. And, you know, the older I got, people were like, you know, how come you can't just be sad? Or, you know what I mean? Like, why does everything have to escalate? And it's like, well, you know, this is this is the way I deal with things. And so I just wanted to kind of write a song that kind of addressed that. And that's really, cool. yeah, where it came from. Is there a particular set of lyrics that are your favorite? or? I think, like, where I'm talking about as a strong woman, 
you know, and no one wants to see the wrong. Like, I think that that's the thing. It's like when you really are vulnerable and you share when or in my own past, I'll say whenever I've tried to share, you know, what's really hurting me or something. It's like people don't have time for that. You know what I mean? And so I think that's another thing about anger is anger is more proactive and anger. You know, I mean, you take more action if you're just sad, you're just kind of you know, blah, and you're kind of like sitting there and it's like anger give, feels like it gives you some sense of power. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, you talked about how that, you know, when people ask how you're doing, mm. like with deaths in the family and stuff like that, yeah. it's kind of a non, not really that they care, you right. know, it's like one of those things that you have to, as another human being have to, but sometimes people want you to react with like, show your sadness like the, the they're like empathy or sympathy vampires and they kind of just want to ask you that and they want to see someone sad so i think that when you talked about that too a little mm. bit just in in the song do you have a favorite set of lyrics for this song or or a particular spot um no i do like that aspect of the strong woman that is probably the best i think some of the best lines <clears throat> on the ep itself I mean, personally, I, this is the song I like the most. I think as far as someone listening to it, it's a relatable song. Whereas these are things that most women go through, not you know speaking as a woman, um, <laughs> but like, you know, it's not speaking for women, but women have set things that we as men expect them to react. Mm. And they, we expect them to be sad about things and not get angry. It's not really a woman's place to get angry. You know, it's kind of how people think. And so that's why I like the song so much because I like angry women. <laughs> we <Wow>. know that. <laughs> I wasn't thinking of, uh, along those lines, but yeah, it's 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 like we expect a an emotional reaction from a woman to be um and I'm speaking as kind of as a general societal yes, thing. Absolutely not um, right. <laughs> but it, but we expect like if there's going to be an emotional reaction, it's going to be sadness or yes. tears or whatever, rather than anger, because we associate that as being more of a male trait or Absolutely. whatever. And yeah, because so, it's yeah. Cause sadness or, you know, just things that are more docile is what we, in as a society, relate to women and anger is more aggressive. And so, you know, that's where it comes. It's like, oh, it's not really a woman's place. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. I mean, and as a gay man... It's the same thing because those those ideas for, you know, a woman is placed on gay men as well. So whenever you get into a fight or you have to take up for yourself, you're supposed to cry and you're supposed to be weak because that's what they want from you. So if you're angry and not sad, mm -hmm. then it's unexpected and it's, it catches them off guard. So. Yeah. And an interesting thing about that line, when I wrote it, I actually wrote as a strong black woman you know no one mm -hmm. wants to see what's wrong and i rewrote it because i mean i wrote it that way because well that's what i am but <laughs> um i rewrote it because i thought you know this really is something that it, all women go through all women have this issue when they're trying to express themselves however they see fit you know what i mean because it's really not just about anger it's about any way you want to be able to express yourself you should be free to do so joy do you have like a favorite part in the song that that bob wrote he put together for for this piece <clears throat> really just the music i mean the way the music the way he captured like that chill it's like there's kind of like i don't even know i'm not good at recreating musical sounds <laughs> but it's like dun, 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 like the way the 
Yeah. The way the musical beats, I don't know how to describe that, but I just love, like, I felt like you captured the essence of what the song was trying to get with the music. Like, it was just the right beat. And for that one, I don't even think you really gave me a choice. It was just like, no. hold on, I'm going to do a thing. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> just hold, please. Do this over He's again. like, I'm going to put you on pause. Yeah. And then. Paused her a little bit. <laughs> she listened to the wrong beats in her head as she's working on the lyrics. And then I just switched stuff up. And it's funny because, like, listen to that song now and we've heard songs since then that i'm like oh i didn't realize it's gonna sound like this song and like some people have said you know uh, kind of sounds like a drake song which i'm not a like yeah uh, I mean, don't uh, really i mean i've heard one song of his sorry <laughs> sorry um <laughs> to all the fans out there but like and then someone said it sounds like an alicia Keys song and i was like well that makes sense i like alicia Keys, but it's like that wasn't the thought of it you know so it was like the, i think just the piano aspect of it kind of sounds like something alicia keys would do or like you know gotcha. the down beats would be something that drake would do or i don't know we tried to we were going to put stuff in the background we tried a lot of different things but like i'm all about the atmosphere yeah. and mm. like things you necessarily can't hear like like <laughs> just like i don't know some synth pads some like you know right wobble sounds in the background and stuff like that i like the way that things come together like that you know i don't know if you got the the chorus line that you sing from what bob had written but i do like how the the i choose anger uh mm. that line it goes but then you kind of like melodically repeat it afterwards so it's yeah. it's this kind of this back and forth of the music and you yeah um no, we modified that, actually. Oh, okay. That was something that came out of what Bob did. So I yeah. had more words to the chorus and, and things like that. And it was like I was just singing that bass, that main, that main line. And I was we were having issues recording it. I yeah, because you were doing it straight through. You were like, uh, I choose anger uh -oh. over sadness. <clears throat> and so uh -oh. then we just did the, I said, well, let's just do the I choose anger. Yeah. And so we just stopped it there. And then, because it was going to be just... I Choose Anger Over Sadness is a lot faster paced mm -hmm. song. And so that drove just I doing see. that chorus. Yeah, yeah it really. Like did. drove yeah. what the song sounded like. So that was. Because once we get. We like built the pieces. Yes. Like he was like, just do this piece. And then it's like. And then do that. And, and it, duplicate and it really the, did. the track and then add echo to this part of it. And then so that just like. it's It just kind of made the music itself too, I felt a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I'm trying to picture that, that it would feel very rushed or compressed if you were to do the chorus that way yeah like yeah getting to the whole point way too soon right mm -hmm. like the, the whole over sadness if you were going to say over sadness the right. three times or or even just twice you yeah. would you would get to the point way too soon and Absolutely. be like okay because there was more there was more to it there was more the chorus was just wasn't i choosing a sadness it had another line. there was, there was, was like, lines to it yeah oh okay so yeah. it was like that that completely got obliterated mm -hmm. and then just made uh, down to that and that's what made it so but this made it raw and it just absolutely made, we were like when we got the chills we were like okay all right this is it yeah because we were gonna do like eh, 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 eh. like it was gonna be like mm -hmm. a total like trap drop I the bass i cannot like, picture that that's what we were gonna go do uh, i mean and then we got laughed at by a 20 year old a 22 year old she was like you guys made trap music and we're like uh Ariam, who we had on our podcast we were we had her listen yeah. to it on our way to the um to the studio so she was like she got into it she was like you guys made trap music and we're just like oh yeah maybe we should stick to things that we, we know, know better. Yeah. <laughs> you had written it 
basically at your house and then took it to a recording studio to record or you actually recorded it in the yeah house we have well. a little, I have a little yeah. stu- what we do our podcast on is a a room in my place that we call it's not a lake studio <laughs> or it's right. a lake studio shit i keep messing that up <laughs> um we have this giant sculpture on the wall and people always ask what it is and i always say it's a lake that's why i call it it's a lake studio it's a lake studio um so so we do the podcast so we just did it off that nice what we had diy man diy <laughs> no that's great i mean it it sounds good i mean we, there's we, no well yeah. i can tell you one of my secrets right right here it's i drink this every single time uh, that we it's, record it's true Listen, though i drink root beer every single time and then i we read <laughs> things about it and there's something in in root beer, root beer that actually like calms your vocal cords what yeah is this your story it's so we like look up all the ingredients and because she kept saying when we'd record the podcast she kept saying i feel better when i drink or i sound better when i drink the a and w so I, we like looked up all the things and there was one in there that like it chills out your vocal cords and stuff like you that. So. <laughs> uh, that that's good to know <laughs> all you singers out there that's right <laughs> get you some root beer <laughs> maybe some ginseng right for the maybe. nerves that's probably a little i better. don't know yeah. that's probably better um, weed whatever <laughs> i guess uh i guess this goes back to all like the verse two again which is also the before the part that as a woman I am always very strong that we were talking about earlier. See how I just like pulled all the energy out of those lyrics no, by, no, by no. just me talk. I don't know. Anyway. Um, but that, that they'd rather you shout and cuss than feel your impending doom. I know you may be thinking now I'm crumbling deep inside. Did you actually have a specific event that precipitated this or was it you just? Yeah, no. Um, so my dad died last year. And um, he was he was sick for about six months beforehand. Then it was just kind of like a sea of other horrible things, you know what I mean? So I lost both of my parents and just kind of like dealing with that and like being somebody who's been a, ter- a caretaker and who's also lost parents and people's reactions to that is really kind of the impetus for the whole thing because it's just like people don't know what to do and i get that but i would rather somebody say i have absolutely no idea what to say you know what i mean or as opposed to either just trying to like shove it under the rug hope you never speak about it again or you know what i mean somehow make it about them a lot of times when somebody when you when a person dies in your family you end up having to make the other person feel better about them trying to console you right which makes me insane (laughs) <laughs> so yeah and someone had brought that up to you mm-hmm. like kind of like how you're doing with uh, it but not like how are you doing because like, when i think about it i just can't even imagine you know what i mean like it, it makes me crazy I, and they had both of their parents are still alive and i'm like yeah okay but those of us who've actually gone through it which i'm one of them you know what i mean right would rather you just don't even don't even bring it up don't go there like, because yeah. this is my reality. So, you and your hypotheticals don't matter. You know True. what I mean? Fair yeah, or not yeah, fair, but yeah. that's, you know, that's I'm, just facts. And people, but people don't like when you're that straightforward with them. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's also like, am, am I here to help you figure out exactly how you understand right. the hypothetical? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. yeah then I put in more energy to explain to you how this feels, right? Yeah. So. So it was really just kind of like that. It just like been a full year mm-hmm. of that, and I had um, a bad breakup, and it was just like 
everybody else, like in my own feelings of like everybody else wants to get to have their say when it comes time for me to have my say. You know what I mean? Nobody right. really wants to hear. But like there is this aspect of like if you're just shouting, cussing at them, people feel like it's easier to write you off as opposed to if you're just being honest and you're very much like I'm explaining to you in this tone of voice why this is a problem. Right. It's That's too real. It's too up in your face. People don't like that. It's easier yeah. to write you off if if I'm like the stereotypical shouting black, you know, black woman. Right. They're like, oh, She's just, you know, just stay away from this topic because it'll make her the angry black woman. Exactly. You know, but, there, there's that truth too. Yeah. That, a yeah. lot of the problem is it's people who really don't need to. Like it's That's coworkers thing. or things. Yeah. Like that, you it's know? like people who don't need to yeah. say. Like your friends are there for that. Your family's there for that. Like mm-hmm. sometimes it's yeah. Sometimes it's like if you don't have anything genuine. No here's how I feel. If you don't have anything genuine to say, you know what I mean. Then just don't say it. Period. We right. can just do the thing where you pretend that it never happened. Like, you know, I'm here to do a job, so that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't break it up if you're just going to be fake about it or if you're going to need me to console you that you had to think about it for two whole minutes. I think about it all the time. So, How long did it take to record the, the entire EP? How long were you working on it? So it started in February, yep. like February 15th or something. Something like that. Oh, wait, no, it wasn't that weekend. Because that was the weekend Creep Patrol started. This it is was ridiculous. The weekend he... after, so it would have been like it would have been like the twenty second. It would have been like the twenty second of February is when we wrote the first or did the first. They ain't shit. Yeah. Because then Aryan was on the podcast on the twenty sixth. His mind is ridiculous. So, um, so yeah. So the, we wrote that song in three days, and then over the next two months, not like on a major. We have to write this schedule. Mm-hmm. I think like. I think the 14th of of April was when I was like, you have to have it released on the 14th of, 5th of May because that's two weeks before Memorial Day weekend. And <laughs> that's when the summer really starts. And if you want your song to be a summer hit, uh. it's got to be released two weeks before <laughs> the summer yeah. season begins. So that was like... So we had no plans. <laughs> not not by then. Not by then. Not by the so like two months of just recording whenever we knew it was going to be an EP because that's all she was going to do. Um, mm. I mean, it, I don't I think even want to get into the fights that we've had oh. about EPs or song we length. We fight so much. Oh, so much. We had so many fights about song length. I can't even go into it. <laughs> I'm gonna go into it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Do, I even want to ask, like, who wanted it longer and who wanted it shorter? <sighs> I need three and a half minutes on a song, <sighs> or I feel effort hasn't been put into it. Uh-oh. And I feel I gotcha. that some songs that are four minutes, four and a half minutes, because that was actually what you really told me is you needed a four and a half minute song. Because <laughs> well, you were writing two and a half minute songs and I needed the four and a half minutes to balance out. But the out. problem was, I was like, a lot of songs that are that long are filler. They play the chorus 700 times or they've got all this intro music that doesn't add anything to it. I just want to get in and get out. That's what I'm here for. Intro music and worthlessness in the middle. <laughs> so, I mean... It's not shoegaze or anything. Come on. No, I know. <laughs> I I mean, that's more for my Creep Patrol project. <laughs> but yeah, I I can't believe that you put that much thought into the release date for it to be a summer. <laughs> I have a as an artist, I have this mind that works more business like, which is detrimental in a lot of ways. But a lot of people who are artists don't have. Like they're flowy, they they go with how things work, and it's the and in my head it's like 
this is the opportunistic time to do things. You're very like technical about it. You're very like well, this point, yeah, this yeah. point. I used this to have that whole like if yeah. I don't get famous between thirty the ages of twenty eight and thirty two, mm. then I'm not gonna be anything my entire life. I'll be dead at fifty. Wow. Like, those kinds of things. We've gotten depressing. I I understand yeah. that. Being being forty three now, I I'm like, oh, that ship is sailed. Yeah, I mean, that's the way it is, right? It's like, oh, 32 was 12 years ago. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. I was just reminiscing there on my yeah. <laughs> about my 30s. It was just, it was so fun because it was so honest. Like, at the end of the day, like, they're, they're fun songs. A lot of them are upbeat, you know, very peppy. But it's so honest and it's so true to who we both are. You know, the skits that we put in there are like horror movie you know what I mean? Influence. And that's definitely another thing that we, you know, share mm-hmm. in common is a love of horror movies. And, um, you know, all the topics were like things that were in my heart and like getting it out was so therapeutic. I'm like, I recommend anybody who's going through something just start recording music because it's cheaper than therapy. Champagne is also a band podcast is proud to support Jubilee Cafe. Jubilee Cafe is a free weekly meal program at Community United Church of Christ, 805 South 6th Street in Champaign, Illinois. Jubilee Cafe serves a home-cooked meal from 5 to 6.30 each Monday. Their mission is to feed hungry people by cooking healthy, delicious meals and by serving their guests restaurant-style with servers waiting on tables. Jubilee Cafe is open to anyone who cares to eat with them. Because food insecurity among students is so high, they serve students as well as others in and around the Champaign-Urbana community who struggle with hunger. Meals are free to all and will be served each Monday evening, located in the accessible lower level of the building at 6th and Daniel Streets in Champaign. For more information on the meal or how to volunteer, Go to the Jubilee Cafe CUCC Facebook page or email them at jubilee.cafe at community-ucc.org. That's jubilee.cafe at community-ucc.org. Normally, we talk about the Champaign-Urbana music scene, but I feel like uh, maybe discussing your podcast and how that came about uh, from heartbreak to hate. Yes. Um, So, if I understand correctly, this this was originally a radio show. Correct. How did it evolve from a radio show into a podcast? Okay. So, I uh, started the radio show in 2016. All, it was all female, alternative punk, anything in an alternative genre, punk grunge, new wave, goth music. So I played only female vocal songs. The title of the song, uh, the show from Heartbreak to Hate is an Angelfish song, which Angelfish was the band that Shirley Manson was in before she joined Garbage. Hmm. And uh, after Goodbye Mr. McKenzie, which I'm a anything Scottish, Irish, English music from the <laughs> 80s and 90s was my jam back then. So I had the show. Joy was in Detroit mm-hmm. when the show started. She's actually there the first night it started, but then um, she was in Detroit for a year and a half whenever she came back to take care of her father. Um, 
she came and joined me on the show. Oh, okay. And so, which, by the way, did you mention was impromptu? <laughs> was very impromptu. Yeah, we were just hanging out. I was yeah. like, we have to resume our little hangout night. Yeah, because we hung out every Wednesday night before uh, she moved away. Mm-hmm. Every Wednesday night, we just hung out. We went to dinner at Farron's or whatever. I would say things like that. So, how long lo- uh, long have you known each other? Is it? it, it sorry if you said it earlier, oh, but I nineteen years altogether. Yeah. Wow. There were times when we were both. She was in Chicago. I was here. I uh-huh. was in Chicago. She was someplace else. Yeah. Uh-huh. She's she's a mover. <laughs> so she's lived in different cities. Oh, yeah. So uh, we've been hanging out like full time about nine years now. I would say. Yeah. yeah well, I moved back in 2010. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when we reconnected. Wow. Yeah. At a bar. At a bar. Well, things you just. <laughs> that's, really yeah, that's, yeah. that's true. Uh, so, yeah. So, um, so she moved back. Uh, I was staying here. And so it wasn't. She didn't know if it was going to be permanent or what right. the situation was going to be. So we just started hanging out again on Wednesdays. And she was like, come back on the radio show. You know, we have one of our our friends in common is was the show's number one fan. So <laughs> she ha- she was listening and we just started talking in between the music breaks, which I would, you know, read what was just played, mm-hmm. what was coming up, tidbits and trivia stuff. And then uh, when she joined, we just started bantering back and forth about things yeah turned into what the podcast is essentially uh we would talk most of my shows were themed so we had a topic a lot of times to talk about uh sex the cure right like we divergenized you as in the the cure (laughs) on the the radio there's lots of there's lots because that was (laughs) our friend sang's favorite band and so for saying i had all cover female covers of the cure show and so it was two hour show so we had lots of fun had lots of time to talk yeah but we ended up the talking parts were essentially the length of the podcast it is now (laughs) and um there was lots of turmoil and stuff at the radio station which uh i was not into and so i reluctantly decided to pull the plug on the radio show and then we were going to do the radio show on mixcloud and do a podcast too but it just became too much editing for me right and spare time that i don't have time for so it kind of just dissolved into the podcast from heartbreak tate nice long drawn out story well no it's 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 good to hear where the roots are and uh, so i i just saw that you released episode 51 yeah fear i haven't listened to it yet i think it just came out oh my God. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been uh, for a week what are you thinking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it started out with with this idea of your talking back and forth is there a favorite episode that you've done so far that you really like or Ooh. <sighs> 51 i mean <laughs> i would say start with episode 15 <laughs> <laughs> that's when it started sounding a little better i don't know like i really i thoroughly enjoy each one maybe the ones that are less about me are are not as fun <laughs> here <laughs> that we was go coming. yeah right <laughs> you're like i've listened enough to know <laughs> yeah as, as an avid listener you know that i like talking about myself but like I don't know. Like I was, I'm not going to say the one about me. Is my I was, see, I was waiting for you to say. <laughs> I that, knew though. that, but I like I like the one where we did the extra podcast of um, Joy's uh, text messages from her ex. Oh the yes, the exorcism. The ex exorcism. Ex exorcism. I yes. thought that was a really good one. I mean, I, <laughs> it couldn't have been textorcism. Uh, 
Oh, Where were sorry. you? I'm sorry. That is so rude. <laughs> Don't take my puns and up pun on please. <laughs> I dare you to get Brandom Lee out of a, the word brand, random. But um, <laughs> I, I mean, I only get like one of those a year, so yeah, have okay, at it. Thanks. That's it. I, I'm not that clever. Well, that I mean, that I think was that was a fun episode, and I think that when Ariam was on the podcast, we like I like to, we'd like to have more people. Yeah, I mean, we'd like to have you come mm. on, and like okay, uh, we like to have other people. We tried to get friends to do it. Um, mm-hmm. Some people are scared people of are sc- joy. Hi, no, they're not scared of me. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> the words that she might say. Oh my goodness. Um, her eye rolls, her sighs. <laughs> my eye rolls are epic. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, we can see that every episode. Yeah, yeah. well, we Good. you know we we did try to videotape uh, or not videotape. That makes me sound really it old. Does, it does. We tried to uh, record Very good. Um, visually with visuals. Yes, <laughs> in the in the radio studio. Uh, it didn't really work out. No. We were very no. both self conscious about the, like the yes. angles, none of that. Yep. of the cameras, yeah. and like we didn't look great and. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to do it like that, but it's hard to pick a favorite episode because I feel like we're we're constantly finding ways to get better. We're doing like you said, I I didn't know which episode we started sounding better. By the way, of course, that's definitely a Bob thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he can't listen to the first ones; it's hard for him. But um, <laughs> even though people still listen to the first ones, yes, yeah. I mean, I guess you have to start with the first one, right? You do. Should you should start at the record. beginning. Well, it is a saga, so oh, it's it true. Just continues. No. <laughs> It is, but no. I mean, I any of the ones where we're just like dropping real truths, and like I've gotten feedback where somebody was like, "I cannot believe you said that." I'm like, "I am 40 yeah. years old. I do not have a thing to fear anymore. Like, I'm just gonna tell the truth." I, yeah, honestly, <laughs> the ones were uh, not to be selfish, but the ones where Joy actually becomes more like me. <laughs> <laughs> How about when she that episode where she tried to be you isn't that that, the, that, is, I know. Yeah, that was, that was so hard <laughs> that was well, <laughs> you abandoned ship on that one yes like five we, minutes we in. could not even do it like <laughs> the thing of this is just like looking at each other i mean if we didn't have to look at each other maybe i think maybe we could have done it a little yeah. better but We're we like, literally we'll look at each we other's eyes. Stare, face at like, each other and i can't it's like do you do we cross the line where you're actually like lampooning your friend and like yeah. making oh. fun of them or are you trying to be consciously you know i'm I, i'm a giver and i care <laughs> about others so um yeah. i was trying not to hurt her feeling because she only has one <laughs> so um but no anytime she's ever been like full-on anger I enjoy he, it. Oh yeah, he gets so excited. I, I just like even, I could sit there yeah. with like popcorn. He's done it on purpose too. He'll yeah, be like, like fired up. We'll on come something. back. Sometimes we we know in advance what we're gonna talk about. But Please, there's been prob- times oh, go where he's just been yeah. like, um, I'm gonna ask you a question, and he'll say something that he knows gets me all fired yeah. up. <laughs> I'm like, and he's just sitting there smiling. And because I remember everything, so I remember whenever she's gone on rants about shopping carts or random things. So like, that's a good time to drop the question. He's like, "How do you feel about people who question your blackness?" And I'm like, "You know, the rawest topic I could possibly pick." Yes, I wish you could just literally have a. And I'm hoping to say literally the correct way, but have a bowl of popcorn that you could just reach oh, yeah. and grab it and be like, it's usually gummy bears or something like uh, that. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, no, that's 
it's good those 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 times when she's anger i mean, she's definitely more articulate with her angry angry vibe than i am like uh usually usually well i mean i just get more stuttery as things because mm-hmm. i have mm-hmm. that problem where i'm speaking now but i've already thought five words before the word i'm saying yeah so i'm constantly my brain's the same way with anything i do I'm work like when I write, I'm writing the next word in the word that I'm currently writing. I don't know if that's an actual <laughs> problem, but that's I I'm one of those people. If you have that problem, we can start a club. So you're you intend to keep going with the, with the podcast, and how how often are you turning out shows? We do about once a week. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, if we're traveling or not together, we'll record a couple episodes. We typically make fun of that on the show. We'll say it's Friday or it's Wednesday <laughs> or it's nighttime or it's day. Um, and most most times it's literally, I'm saying to you, this time of day. But literally it's Sunday afternoon. <laughs> like yeah. typically when we're doing things. But we try to do one a week. But it's um, we at the beginning we did five a month. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We had an extra one. For the first one. three months. Mm-hmm. That's why I say that after the 15th. Um, so like the first three months we did uh, an extra episode because we were still doing the music show. Right. So we were doing an all hip hop episode of the radio show. And so we added that once a uh, once a month. So we're into this week will be the 52nd episode, but we're technically like three weeks before the actual full year. I feel like we'll keep doing it. I'm guessing that it will organically evolve again, just because everything we do, you know, we get to a point where it's like, okay, we feel like we've done all the things. Right. Now, how can we make it different? And, you know, because it's as much for us as it is for anybody who's listening. So we do it for the fans. (laughs) (laughs) We do everything for them. Okay. But yeah, I think we, we definitely have to, we always talk about trying to find other things like what other podcasts have done in the past. And the, it doesn't seem us. I don't know. Because that's, cause that's the thing, right? It's like we still want it to be so genuinely ours without, you know, just completely blatantly trying to rip somebody else yeah. off. It doesn't necessarily work. So No. I mean, we talk, we always joke about doing ASMR <laughs> uh, episodes. And I mean, which, like, I don't understand why ASMR videos exist. Like, yeah. should it, shouldn't it yeah. just be sound? Like, does that make more sense to everybody? It's all about this. This nobody told you to be logical, right now. No, I, know, I understand. Champagne is also a band. Podcast is proud to support Exile on Main Street. Exile on Main Street, located in the old train station building at 100 North Chestnut Street in downtown Champaign, has been helping to build record collections since 2004. Carrying a wide array of new and used LPs, CDs, and video games. Exile on Main Street has something for just about any music enthusiast and old school gaming devotee. Exile also hosts regular free live music shows on its stage, so be sure to check out their Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages for the up-to-date details on the next upcoming event. Open seven days a week. They can be reached by phone at 217-398-MAIN. That's 217-398-6246. What's your favorite non-musical thing at both of you at the same time? Or should I be like, 
joy or should i be like bob Hmm. Mm. however you want to do it i don't think we're going to say the same thing we aren't unless because we're not on our podcast we're not on our podcast so we'll say a little cleaner (laughs) than ours you know that this is like i do have an explicit rating so okay oh do we have to record this all over again no no No, i think Um, i've cussed at least once um, yeah i'm sure i have yeah okay. okay well who said that I hope should. so. When I go, when I when I go back, I'll, I'll just, I'll just, yeah. just, just <laughs> start random cuss. Exactly. Every like, once fuck. in a while, this is yeah. yeah so, uh, Bob, what is your favorite non-musical thing? Um, uh, my favorite non-musical thing, it's just a category of it, like, or does it have to be one item? Well, if you want to actually just list a few things that's cool too but you know like what do you do that like makes you super happy or whatever Uh, i don't know yeah Yeah. definitely my art is my favorite thing Mm non-musically which is i guess musical is art but yeah uh, my non-music art nice no um and i and i noticed that uh that blind pig just released What's the name of the beer? But it has your image on yeah, it. Yeah, it's the Pig Days Summer Pig Beer. Days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's when it's your artwork that yeah. is going on there. Oh. And uh, so I, I know that if people actually no, wait, how do I say that? I was going to say that in <laughs> such a wrong way. I was like, you know, if people actually wanted to listen to your podcast, but no, if they listen to your podcast, yeah. uh, I know that you had described how how you go through the process and, it, right. and you've been doing um faces in general with with kind of the same if i understand correctly it, because of the way that you do it it it's hard like visually to know uh so it's the same structure if i understand correctly but you're you're manipulating the the skin tones and the textures and the things like right. that it's just- so that it creates kind of a not an ambiguity, but that it it kind of fluctuates and is fluid in some ways. Like right, yeah. yeah. It's on the what I say is the it's the magic is the layers of just changing things. So uh, since I work with, uh, I always hand show people what it is, even though it doesn't physically exist. But if you were to have like a a model that you had out of clay, and you could pose it and move it around, whatever, maybe a doll, maybe a maquette, if you will, yeah. Um, that's essentially what I do in a digital world. And then the painting of the skin and everything is all the, the person itself is different layers and textures. So, so, and how did you come up with the shape of the face or like, I Uh, mean, what, what inspired that particularly? Lots of inspiration. I, I really love, uh, like big eye art from the fifties and sixties. Um, Obviously, the Keen paintings is what people mostly mm. know. Uh, whenever I was growing up in the 70s, that that kind of art was mass-produced, so poor people could have art in their house. And so, when I was growing up, I those paintings were everywhere. Mm. And like my grandmother's apartment, my trailers I lived in and stuff like that. So, it was kind of like those haunting images that you stare at. And then I was... a big comic book fan big anime fan back in the early days so what i would draw would be more anime type uh shaped faces which kind of that's kind of where it all comes from so oh cool big eyes in general (laughs) anime and right so joy what's your favorite non-musical thing 
Well, my favorite non-musical thing is, it's still writing. I've been writing, God, since I was 13. In different forms, poems, short stories. I've been kind of working on a, a, a book of poetry that I'm, that I'm putting together called The Roller Coaster. So yeah, that's just something I've always been obsessed with. It's a way to get the thoughts out, um, create imaginary worlds. You know, that's, that's one of my favorites. So, oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. So is it always uh, poetry, but you also, are, are, do you do some stories as well? Or Yeah, I do. I did. I wrote, uh, back when I was like, right out of college, I wrote like this whole fiction world. It was supposed to be a novel that I, I did. It was kind of like this whole universe. Like, what if everybody was fat? And if you were skinny, you were the outcast. <laughs> and I had written like multiple character viewpoints and done the whole thing. So yeah, I've written some of everything. And a lot of my poetry itself, which is the main thing that I write, is not... Um, it's kind of like a, a different style. You know what I mean? Like, they they don't flow like normal poems. A lot of them isn't rhyming. A lot of it almost seems kind of like short essay on the, my feelings right. about this topic and years ago i started incorporating music into it so i wrote i wrote several pieces where it's like it begins kind of with a song and then goes into the actual spoken piece after oh. that so yeah i just like finding new ways to approach it you did mention your your book of poetry the roller coaster mm-hmm. um is, is that something that you're hoping on self-publishing or you're reaching out to a publisher? Or I think I'm going to self-publish because okay. it's so easy in this yeah. day and age. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And everything I do is is really, it's it's at first for me, like it first kind of helps me and it's kind of how I cope with a lot of things. But it's also because other people are going through it and I don't feel like it's the idea that I'm going to become rich and famous from publishing a book of poetry, right? It's just, it's just to get it out there for people to be able to read. So I think that's the easiest way to do it. And sometimes there's something rewarding to just have something exist. Mm -hmm. If that's, if that makes sense, you know, I mean, I I mean, I I don't know about your podcast, but Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I, I don't make a dime ever off of it uh, although no. wait i might have made three cents Ooh. off of some no <laughs> <laughs> we're like we, we, had, we had an offer for an ad oh, on our babe. podcast but we didn't do it because um of where we work it was a another university yeah wanted to put their ad on our podcast what and uh it was a it was a plug for their admission season i listened to the ad and it was a <laughs> Um, I work in that department at the university, so I was like, like, this would be a total conflict of interest, which we've never brought up. We both have said that we work at a university, but we've never, like said where we work but yeah, i guess geotagging things it's easy to figure out <laughs> right. which university we work at <laughs> right um, so i don't know if they, that's why they picked it or what but that's it was it was uh southern wow. so- denver i don't know i can't remember it i've was, already wow. raised it it was, it was a oh, it was, it was southern colorado yeah it was some university what? in colorado a real one yeah the ad was horrible i'm sorry oh, if you're no. listening but the ad was like i was like i actually had people in my department listen that do our marketing like listen to that and they're like really like, you wonder why people don't go to your college right like it was it was horrid it's just like come here we're fun that kind of stuff. oh yeah 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 like yeah do you like fun tasmic yes yes come out you're listening to a podcast about dick 
<laughs> you obviously want to come to your university. <laughs> Joy, thank mm-hmm. you so much for thank coming you. on the podcast. Thank you and for having me. Bob, yeah. thank you. And so here. everybody should go to, uh, I'll put it in the show notes, go and check out Not That Bitch EP by Miss Petty Cake. Is it scary when I say, when I say it, it sounds like, I'm like. It's not, it's almost kind of like, I'm like, I want to have you do like a trailer for it yeah. or something. Oh, if you could do an ad, uh, you have the, so a great voice for it. to NPR that? <laughs> so if you were to listen to Not That Bitch EP by Miss Petty Cake. That was amazing. Or Petty Cocky. <laughs> No, right. Miss Petty Cake, two Ks. What is? Wait, isn't isn't it's there a, a Jap, Japanese? Oh yes, <laughs> that's, that's okay. That's the joke. Yes. <laughs> Got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting hot in yeah. here. Right. <laughs> so, and also, hopefully forthcoming, the poetry book, the roller coaster. I I don't know when you're looking to publish or when people should look for it. Before the end of the summer. Before so by the, the end, end of, of August, summer. it'll awesome. be out. Yeah. Excellent. It's a good time. And uh, find, uh, find Creep Patrol at your yeah. local uh, bus station. Bas- and yeah, basically. <laughs> or hear me talking about it at random bars, drunkenly. I am pushing him. She's it's going to have me. me. I, I am. I'm like. My problem, I have uh, vocal problems. E- we're, we're that's that's a different thing we're, we're in therapy over that but nonetheless he's too <laughs> good musically so i need creep patrol to happen awesome awesome and then pig days is out now oh, that's the 22nd on, actually june oh. 22nd it's pre-sale now Ooh. yes so yeah. look for it and uh Drink see that it. wonderful <laughs> character it is we're calling it a character is the right thing has yeah, it's kind of has image. freckles and yeah yeah yes yeah, yeah. So it's very cool. Thanks. Thanks for being on the show and see you around. <laughs> Thank you for listening. The Champagne is also a band podcast. podcast. This is Joy reminding you. This is Bob reminding you. Great, great music, music is, is out there. there. Go, Go find, find it, it where, where you live. live. You almost have an NPR voice, it's so good. (laughs) (laughs) South Beaker on the inside.